1: welcome to the endless honeymoon podcast secret dump we have had a uh, impassioned plea from one of our listeners uh, <laughs> that made us realize that we have been uh, derelict in our duties We've been doing this sh- podcast for over a year and we have never formally introduced our dogs
0: you know like when you go to see a rock band and then they take a little break in the middle
1: right and they like that's go- Dr. teeth on drums. <laughs> I guess he was a tell
0: you everybody's name, right? Yeah, even though they're not really part of the band, it's kind of like a solo project, and they're right. kind of you know behind that. You
1: went to go see Beck, but he's still going to say like, and we've got yeah, you know, Nathan Terwilliger over there on the xylophone, <laughs> and we've been doing that for over a year with this podcast. You guys have seen our dogs, you've come to love them and their their various interrupting ways, and we've never said these are our dogs so we will quickly can
0: i just say one thing really too all right we have three white chihuahuas i would say we're asked once a week if they're related (laughs) why would someone think that our dogs were related
1: i guess maybe they all came from the same litter
0: that is a dumb question yeah
1: it is a dumb question it's just just because they're white you know it's a fun thing to do actually is if you see two people of color to ask them if they're related they really like that i give it a give it a whirl listeners
0: well, anyway, our, should we introduce our dogs?
1: Yes, our dogs are, by the way, not doc. They are do- they are not dogs of color. They're they're white dogs.
0: They're Chihuahuas. Um, the first one is Mayor Cutie. Well, let's
1: should we give them? Yeah, we'll do a little bio. Mayor Cutie, do you want to save her for last because she's obviously the the star of the bunch? Well, go ahead.
0: Um, most importantly is Mayor Cutie. Yes, she's right here. She's an actress. She has an IMDb page. She does. She is actually part purebred shih tzu
1: you always say it like this she always brags about mayor cutie being part purebred which is so funny because all dogs are part purebred no
0: she's half i got all their dna done yeah or two of their dna but i'm
1: just saying a mutt is a dog that is more than one breed of purebred dog
0: i got pablo's dna done because i wasn't sure he was all dog (laughs) and then blanche i didn't really care about what she was but cutie i knew came from like a lineage. Uh, high stock. Yes. And I was right. Yep.
1: High half. She
0: had her little tail. What do they call it?
1: She had her tail bobbed. You found her tail bobbed.
0: It's not called bobbed. It's called.
1: Yeah, it's called bobbed. Oh, it is? I believe. Yeah. Wait, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's called like. Docked? Yeah, that. Docked. That's what it is. <laughs> so you found her with a docked tail, <laughs> which made you think she was loved, which is a funny no, idea. No, not
0: loved. A show dog.
1: But she's not a purebred, so she was definitely not a show dog.
0: But she's like half of one.
1: You think she was like from a from a circus. <laughs> yeah. She does have tricks. She's older and has heart failure. She's on so and, much medication. And is on a lot of medication, but she does... At one point, she could do tricks like she could do showcase.
0: Wait, hold on. Can we see can, if we can, can do you, it? Can you make sure you can see her?
1: Wait, should we see if we can get her to do showcase? No, she doesn't want to do it, honey. It's too late for showcase she's, in her life.
0: She's not doing any more jokes. No more tricks. No more tricks. Well,
1: anyway, she can jump through a hula hoop.
0: She's like me after COVID. She
1: can she can jump through a hula hoop on command. She can um she can showcase, which is where she uh spins around in a circle. She's a good dog. She's been in over ten episodes of television. Uh she's the best of the bunch. Let's say that. Also, I would say she's a bitch. She's not a kind dog. She <laughs> she will let you pet her, but the moment you stop petting her, she'll like kind of give you a dirty look and walk. She's Natasha's dog, like in a big way. Where would you find her,
0: um, Duncan? When I was dating Duncan, he brought her home. He had she she was behind a dumpster mm-hmm. in Silver Lake in Chon- by Chongo.
1: How did how did such a show dog end <laughs> up in such a life of crime? How far she had fallen, and then you lifted her back up to greatness, and then you we have over here. This is uh, Blanche. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this isn't just Cutie. This is Mayor Cutie. Mayor Cutie. How did you come up with the name Mayor Cutie?
0: I just thought of it.
1: How the, how the honorific? And what is she the mayor of?
0: I don't know. I didn't get that far.
1: All right. And then we have?
0: This is Blanche.
1: A.K.A. Milky B.
0: And she had uh, five. She was pregnant when I got her. Mm-hmm. And um, Tell the whole story. So I got her from... Um, Mm, I got her from the dog walker. Are you getting
1: emotional or are you <laughs> no. are you hot? I
0: am kind of getting emotional cuz I feel like they're all going to die soon.
1: I know they are. we
0: we've had them for so long.
1: They are old. She's got heart failure. I think Blanche will be the one Blanche's like the ringo of the group, you know? She's got the, the least personality, but will but is the hardiest, and will be the last to go.
0: Anyway, Blanche, uh, the dog walker said, "You know, I found this dog. You want to have her?" And I thought maybe Cutie need a little pal.
1: No, you said no.
0: I said no, and then she grabbed onto me.
1: She grabbed your arm. She hugged it like she a little. She hugged
0: my arm, and I said, "Okay, I guess I'll have two dogs."
1: And then she had. Then she. And uh,
0: then she started to get fat. Mm-hmm. and fatter and fatter. And I took her to my vet and he said, oh my God, she's pregnant, but there's only going to be two. He like felt it. And I was like, well, how do I, can we please get rid of them?
1: You wanted to give her an abortion? Yes. I didn't even know they did that.
0: <laughs> uh, well, he said, I, when I asked him about it, he said, it, it, I don't remember what he said, but I remember the vibe A was... puppy
1: abortion? Yeah. That is so on brand.
0: <laughs> the vibe was... You can do it, but I'm not going to do that. (laughs) That was kind of the energy I was getting back from the doctor. And then he said to me, maybe it would be good for you. Wow. I don't know why he said this to me, but he was like, you know. That is
1: presumptuous. (laughs) That is really wild. I
0: think maybe he liked me or something.
1: It it doesn't sound like he liked you at all. (laughs) You're like, can you abort these puppies? And he's like, no, it might be good for you to watch. And you're like, he must like me. (laughs) Okay.
0: So then she started to get big, but he, oh, but then he, he didn't do a cat scan or any, or a, what is it? A, a dog scan. A dog scan. <laughs> yeah, they don't do cat scan. <laughs> he didn't do the x-rays, but he told me a, from
1: feeling. A sonogram? A,
0: whatever. Yeah, sonogram. I don't know if they do that. He, from feeling that it was only going to be two. So he's like, mm-hmm. it won't be that, that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And he's like, here's my number. When it happens. Well, maybe
1: he did like you. Here's my number. <laughs> he
0: said, text me. I can talk you through it. Okay. So she started to get fatter and, fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter. And then finally, one day, she just went underneath my desk and started howling. Mm. Like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? And I read online that you have to stand next to them with like tools to make sure that the dogs like um, don't like to make sure all the puppies can breathe. Like mm. you might have to like disconnect the membrane or something. So I'm standing Yoosh. there with like my tweezers and I don't know what I'm, and the guy's number. And then Blanche starts howling and one comes out and she immediately like bites the membrane, licks it off and then howls again. Oh! And then she bites the membrane of that one. And then it happened five times. Mm. She had five little babies.
1: And they still are around and bringing joy to the families of Los Angeles.
0: But it was a real nightmare.
1: Was it? it? Was it was nasty?
0: Oh yeah, you'd walk it because I still had cutie. So then you'd walk into the kitchen every morning, and you would just get attacked by puppies. And it's oh, like that pissed. was the nightmare. I thought but it was like piss and shit everywhere. And five just...
1: puppies. Your takeaway from five puppies is it was a nightmare. <laughs> there was piss and shit everywhere. I guess you didn't learn the lesson that old father vet was trying to teach you when he told you it'd be good for you.
0: Well, it was. It was very ca- well. It was my first. It was my first experience of having to take care of something like way bigger than me.
1: The puppies were bigger than you?
0: No, but I mean like how you have a baby, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's kind of nice to just have complete freedom. I don't really have that anymore. And I felt like the puppies pissing and that constant care that you have to give them was my first foray into.
1: So maybe it was good for you or maybe it was bad for you.
0: Maybe the vet. Maybe I knew I could handle
1: it. Mm. Old wise man vet comes through once again. Vet splaining. That's what I call that. And then the final dog is uh, the least popular dog. He's my dog. I love him, but he's hard to love. His name's Pablo. He is a, uh, he's a, hi, Pablo. He's a San Francisco street dog, uh, adopted he's- adopted solely and only because he has a bald chest. And I really wanted a bald cat. And I thought, well, a half bald dog would do. Uh, and then uh, we did at one point think, I gave him to my parents at first, and they tried to. They drove him back to the vet, the, to the pound, and we're like, I don't think we can take this dog, because he's such a ag- wildly aggressive dog. He has mental ish- illness He definitely issues.
0: makes our life 20% worse.
1: But my life, 20% better.
0: No, no. We enjoy him, but it's definitely a worse life because he's around.
1: But do you know that? My parents drove him back to the vet, and we're like, we don't think we can handle this. And the vet was like, no problem. I mean, not the vet, the pound. The pound was like, no problem. Just take him for another week, Okay. And it was a trick. They must. It must be some trick that pounds use. Because then by the time two weeks had passed, we had all fallen in love with him. No. Yeah.
0: Your parents brought him back? hmm And then took him...
1: Mm-hmm. Could have been a life without Pablo.
0: Oh, my God. See, that's the thing. got to be a little hard in life.
1: No. Now look, he brought so much joy to me. And I in like fact, the way his fact,
0: skin feels, Moshe, but I could get that with a different dog.
1: In fact, speaking of which... Don't you talk about Pablo like that with him right there. Speaking of which, Pablo is speaking of lessons learned from dogs, Pablo is the first um, responsibility I ever had that I would have to come home to and I couldn't stay out all night. And I think he got me ready for being in a relationship with you. So there you go. He was my starter. This is the
0: price I have to pay?
1: He was my starter, Natasha. And then through that, Bald I mean, chest he looks arch.
0: cute now, but the thing is he barks all day long and he sometimes bites. Yeah,
1: that's true. Both things are true. He's got some issues, but we love him nonetheless. Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully that was very scintillating podcastery. <laughs> uh, those are our three dogs. They have been now formally introduced. Mayor Cutie, Blanche, and Pablo. Let us begin the secret dump with a hearty secret.
2: Hi, Natasha Mosha. Moshe. Big fans. Um, my secret is I orgasm really easily, which is fantastic. But um, when I'm hooking up with a guy for the first time, sometimes they get really cocky and they're like, wow, I'm so amazing. Like, (laughs) I made you come. And it has nothing to do with them. So sometimes I fake not having an orgasm (laughs) i do the opposite like some women fake orgasms i just stay deadpan and uh don't tell them and i can't tell anyone because no woman relates to this problem all right love you guys
1: that is a great secret. <laughs> but
2: doesn't the guy eventually want to think
0: she comes eventually?
1: Well, she probably comes multiple times. God by oh, the way. God, I see. God bless women like that, you know. I've encountered two or three in my life. They're they're rare and they it's great. I love like,
0: it. Like they have sex and they want to come like more than four times.
1: Dude, I've been with a couple only a couple women. But it was like unlimited.
0: But how many times then are y- you coming?
1: Once. And that's the beautiful part. What? You're easy-
0: fucking them one time. And in that one time, they come eight times.
1: I'm telling you. It's Moshe. Ri- what do you mean, Moshe?
0: I-, I think maybe you were duped.
1: I wasn't duped.
0: Just, just in the time that you are having sex with them, they come eight times. Yeah,
1: these are women for whom orga- multiple orgasms are easily attained. I'm not saying I was the fucking Don Juan Casanova, though I wasn't bad. Uh, I'm saying that there are certain women... Uh, it's a gift that certain women have that they are easy comers and they are a blessing on this world.
0: I guess I I don't know much about it. So maybe it happens like really quickly. Well,
1: yeah, you don't know much about it because you've had what, two or three orgasms the whole time (laughs) we've been together. And neither of them, I I wasn't even in the state. You just called me on FaceTime or like, look at what could be. No, but this is true. This is a phenomenon. I'm not making this up. This is certain women. It's very, very easy for them. And from my perspective, it's great. I don't feel cocky because I recognize that I'm that they are physiologically blessed in that way I feel relieved I'm like great you're gonna be satisfied no matter what happens I don't have to the workload on me as much has been re- re- diminished I hear you but i've this was quite a secret I've never heard of somebody faking not having an orgasm although I did once with a woman fake no no right I faked an orgasm once why because <laughs> you just wanted it to end yeah I wanted it to end. And I was, I was like, "Who, oh boy, wow. I, That's I, rare too, a man faking an orgasm?
0: Oh yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever faked one. Never? I must have. Right. Probably didn't like the guy.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. What do you say? You always say it's a slippery slope. Once you start faking it, then, then you right, have to then do it Right, then how would time. you
0: ever know if you could trust yourself? You just right. have like a rule.
1: But I like this idea. I wonder really, though, if she has multiple orgasms, if she fakes not having two or three and then at the end is like, has, lets one.
0: I bet. Let's one rip.
1: (laughs) one rip. She leans over and lets one rip.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's hear another one. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Moshe.
3: I have a secret. And Moshe, you're either going to think this is fucking hilarious or terrible. Um, when I was about maybe 15, I don't even think I was 16, I had to have been 15, I went to a convention with a friend, and we were waiting in line for a panel, and at that point I'd been taking sign language in uh, in school, and I was kind of practicing while we were waiting um, and teaching my friends some stuff, just, you know, killing time. And someone from the convention walked up to me and said, do you need an interpreter? And we kind of looked at each other. My friend and I were like, what are they talking about? They said, we can get you to the front of the line. We can get you right in there, get you close, and just get you an interpreter for the panel. And my friend looked at me and I didn't say anything. And she said, yeah, that's what she needs. <laughs> so I pretended to be deaf for an entire panel at a convention. Um, I tried really hard to not say anything. I was using all the sign language I knew. The interpreter tried to talk to me. It was so bad, but we got great seats. So that's it. Thanks, guys. Love you both.
1: Yeah, I'm, conf- I'm conflicted by this one. I've done it, but I had the p- permission to do it because I was like with my parents and they would tell me to be cool and pretend I was deaf and we'd like get, get advantages as a result of us pretending to be deaf. A random person just doing the alphabet, getting hooked up. who at? gets hurt? Nobody gets hurt. It's just on un- uh, the, the ethics of it are, I would say, a little bit wonky, <laughs> especially in the con community. Um, listen, I think it's cool that it happened. The funniest part to me is what the interpreter was thinking. the interpreter was like, hi, I'm your interpreter. And then this, like, person in a, you know, Doctor Who onesie is just like, "Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Apple, Apple, apple? (laughs) Apple, Apple, Apple. And the interpreter was like, what the fuck?
0: No, the interpreter was like, Come on, I've got you great seats. Is then, and then she was like, "That's what you no, need." No,
1: that wasn't the interpreter. That was like one of the facilitators of the of the oh. panel. Then she gets and she sits up in the front row, and there's a sign language interpreter that starts talking to this woman who does not know sign language. And it's <laughs> just like, I guess I'll be <laughs> interpreting for you. Listen, I wonder what the panel was. Was it worth it? There better have been some celebs on that panel. Sounds like it was. Uh, shall we play another secret? Yeah, let's do one more.
3: Hey, Natasha and Moshe. Um, this is just a secret from your local babysitter. Um, I watch a five-year-old and a three-year-old, and they go to sleep at like 7.30, and I'm usually here until like midnight. So I always bring edibles with me and take them after the kids go to sleep. And then I kind of just aimlessly wander around the house, um, tonight I am currently wearing their mom's Loa Baton shoes, the red bottom shoes, um, and yeah, just absolutely vibing. Um, so that's just a note from your local babysitter.
0: Bye. Just a, she's absolutely vibing.
1: Absolutely <laughs> vibing. She's like, she's got like if you like Pina Coladas playing dancing in the louboutins this is a nightmare your babysitters on drugs and rifling through your like luxury goods (laughs) oh because there's nothing you can do about it absolutely well you
0: could you could hire a, a different you wouldn't know vibe of person
1: Oh, like an old mama or something.
0: Yeah, like someone who is maybe in their sixties. Do right. you think they're doing
1: that? Yeah, maybe they just take every fifteenth diamond. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> There's no way to know. Oh God. You know what you gotta do is put rings up. Put some ring ring cameras up.
0: Oh yeah. And
1: just be like, uh, can you have a seat? Listen, I saw you absolutely vibing and you're absolutely fired. Something like that.
0: She's like going into her closet
1: and taking out like what two thousand dollars shoes, right? Aren't those really expensive?
0: What are the so uh, so these people are gone from seven thirty until midnight
1: during a pandemic? Where you at? Where you at, mom and dad? Where you got to go? This isn't like I got to get to work, right? They're like going to do something. They're also absolutely vibing.
0: (laughs) I want. I want to know so much more about this life.
1: Hey, will you call back, babysitter? Tell us what's up. Like, where are these people going? Yeah, let us know. We need to know. I mean, we haven't had a babysitter here this whole time. It's like, what is happening? I got to know more. Um, folks, if you'd like to uh, get in touch, have your secret played on the this very, very entertaining podcast, well... You can call our secrets hotline at 213-222-8608.
0: Or send us an email, endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. Yeah, you can
1: be on the podcast and get live advice. And we, you know what? I'm going to make an announcement that you didn't even clear. It doesn't have to be relationship advice. It can be any advice. Anything you need, we will help. Or, okay, look, are we really going to help? Odds are no. Are we going to make fun of you and have a great time? Odds are high. Uh, You can also follow us at Instagram, on Instagram, at Endless Honeymoon Pod. And then check us out, apple.co forward slash Endless Honeymoon. Five star us. Leave a message. uh, We're on YouTube. And YouTube.
0: And uh, yeah, leave a comment. They love
1: that. They love it. Tim Cook emails us every time we get a good comment. (laughs) He's like, this podcast is sick, dude. We got a free iPod. iPod. A first-gen iPod recently. That's
0: all the algorithms care about is if people leave you. That's why people are like, leave me a comment. If you leave me two comments, Mm -hmm. you you get something special.
1: Well, folks, it's been real. We love you. We'll miss you. We'll see you on Monday. Oh, wait, Natasha. Yeah? I love you.
0: I love you, too.